This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Bored of too many ads and dull, meaningless chat? We've got neither. Joy Drive, smart, fun radio. Sean Dooley, Joy Drive's chief bird nerd. Good afternoon, Sean Dooley. Good afternoon, Warren. It's great to chat with you again. Now, last time uh, we spoke, you were talking about uh, some nesting hooded plovers down at uh, Lawn on the Surf Coast. Um, we want to get an update on that, but <laughs> I want an update on the uh, woman with the million-dollar house that didn't want to keep her dog away from them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the woman who said because she she had birth <laughs> and um, said she should be able to enjoy nature however she wants, That's even right. if that involved her dog eat, <laughs> running across the nest and and eating the eggs. Well, fortunately, she didn't get her way, and it's it's great news to report that those chicks, against all odds, have actually fledged. Oh, so wow. that they're actually at the flying stage. They're still on the beach at lawn with their parents happily flying around, feeding at the water's edge. And it's just the best story because these birds hadn't nested at lawn for over 40 years, we think, possibly even longer. And it's one of, you know, the most busiest beaches in the whole surf coast, Great Ocean Road. So many visitors, so many people walking dogs and, you know, New Year's Eve fireworks and all sorts of stuff. And somehow, well, I know know how. It's basically because the local community led by the... um, fabulous volunteers from BirdLife Australia's Beach Nesting Project, they quickly mobilised and with help of the Great Ocean Road Rangers and and even the local police apparently keeping an eye out for them, essentially just had this community come together to make sure that the birds weren't disturbed while they were nesting. And usually hooded plovers, even when there's no human interference, um, probably only about, you know, one in three nests successfully fledge their young. So the odds were stacked against them, but two chicks are now flying around at the moment, which is just the best news. And uh, the community is still guarding them and supporting them? Yes, I think so. I think they're they're pretty much... I mean, the chicks, when they hatch, they're so vulnerable and and cute in these tiny little fluff ball uh, (laughs) on on stilts. But, But they actually feed, fend for themselves. Like, they feed by themselves right from the start. The parents just basically will, if danger approaches, they'll make a noise and the chicks will go and freeze and hide. But they're pretty good at um, looking after themselves and now that they're actually flying around and can, can escape any danger, um, we really hold out hope that they're, they're going to grow to adults now and, and they're almost the same size as their parents and you know, in a year or two they'll be added to the ever-increasing population of Victoria's hooded plovers which are uh, which have turned their their fate around since the beach nesting bird project began and uh, thanks to all those volunteers the numbers of hooded plovers we have on Victorian beaches is 50% higher than it was 15 years ago so that's a fabulous outcome and great to hear these uh, good news stories we often we hear such bad news all the time so it's really good to hear it thank you yeah. for sharing it with us now let's move on to something else uh, Mardi Gras is uh, coming up and one of the best ways of course to de- design an outfit is to be inspired by nature and uh sean you've got some uh, potential solutions for us on what we could do 
I do, I do. I think, I think there's so many awesome, uh, awesomely decked out birds in, in Australia that people could take inspiration from. And, you know, obviously you could think of the, the iconic ones like lyrebirds and, and some of yeah. our parrots or any of the rainbow species like the rainbow lorikeet and the rainbow pitter. That's a gorgeous one as well. And the rainbow bee eater, which is, um, which is similarly beautiful birds. But but the, here's a few sort of more specialised ones that I actually think would make terrific costumes uh, if, if you're looking for something. And I'd kick it off, if, if especially if you like black, mm-hmm. go for the palm cockatoo. Now, the palm cockatoo is one of Australia's largest cockatoos, all black, this shimmering, uh, shiny sort of black. <laughs> with this fabulous crest, and then on the cheek it has a, a, a scarlet... Uh, it's basically just gone insane with the rouge. It's just <laughs> this bright scarlet patch on the cheek. But the best thing for uh, a, a Mardi Gras palm cockatoo outfit is if you can get a bunch of, of people together as as you're marching down the street... The palm cockatoo is famous because they actually drum. They create their own oh. drumsticks and stand on a tree, a hollow tree, and beat out a rhythm. So you've not only got the costume, oh. but you've also can literally march to the beat of your own drum if you're a palm cockatoo. I love it. Palm cockatoo, if you like, all black. What if you want something uh, perhaps just a little bit more colourful? Yeah, I'm keeping on the black theme oh, for black. a okay. moment, yeah. but this is more colourful. Is, is there, there's a, obviously if you were going New Guinea inspired birds, there's so many beautiful birds of paradise, but a lot of people don't know we have four species of birds of paradise here in Australia. They, they all have a basic black, um, sort of motif, but the paradise rifle bird, which is just the best name going around, um, I think I want that as my stage name. <laughs> it's, uh, the paradise Sean rifle Dooley, bird. Paradise rifle bird. It, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it it has, it, it's got the darkest black known in nature. The the like the most light absorbing black, and so it's it's like it's wearing a black velvet, like the deepest darkest black velvet coat you could ever imagine. But on its throat, it has like a, a shimmering gorget of of a sort of emerald green. Oh, that depending on the way that it holds. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 depending on the way the light hits it, it can be bright blue or bright green. And the fantastic thing about the this is the male pa- uh, paradise rifle bird to impress the mate stands on a perch and does this sort of wing shuffling dance, very very dramatic, like it's um, puts its head under its wing, like it you know almost like Marlene Dietrich, sort of like oh, I can't go on, and then it flicks <laughs> around to um, to to the other wing, and 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 then they they can hold their wings up almost so they create a circular thing and the first time I saw one in the forest doing that I thought somebody had thrown a tyre up into a tree like it was just this almost complete circle of black so that one would be very impressive too because you've got the the shimmering costume and also the the, you've got the moves to accompany it (laughs) so we've got we've got the uh the the palm cockatoo with the um drums beating the drums and the paradise rifle bird uh with the shimmering sort of green or blue and the dance movements to go with it i love it this is great what else have you got short <laughs> uh, there's so many that you could choose from. I mean, if you if you were into leather, there there is the uh, noisy fryer bird. Oh, the boys which, will be into that. Um, 
Yes, which is which they basically uh, have a the, the body of the firebird is very uh, very plain, a sort of browny grey colour, but then they have a, a kind of a ruff of paler feathers around the neck, and then the head is completely bald with a black leathery skin with a knob on the bill, a black knob on the bill. So oh, yes. um, that that one would look very impressive, uh, a bit gothic, but. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. It's it's quite a long beak too. Yes, yeah, long beak, and and they've got a a range of raucous calls as well. So, you know, you, you can be heard above the hubbub of, of Mardi Gras if if you're doing your your noisy fryer bird. Sean, these are great. I, I love the um, way that you've uh, you're inspiring people to make their uh, outfits uh, based on nature, but also, you know, that personal touch as well. Yeah, I think so. And and if if any trans people are going to Mardi Gras, there is a perfectly coloured bird for you. The um, uh, One of my colleagues at BirdLife Australia told me about this. I, I didn't realise there was a, a separate uh, trans flag. And if you look at the colours on the trans flag, it's, um, it's, uh, it's a, this really pale, lovely sort of pale bl- mm. blue. It's going to say sky blue, but paler than that. Almost pastel blue and a pastel sort of pinky colour. But they are literally the, the, if you had a colour swatch, um, they're exactly the same colours that you get on a bird from the desert called the Burke's Parrot, oh. which we're trying to get that renamed because Burke wasn't a particularly nice chap in colonial times. Mm. And the, um, the, you know, hopefully it, it will get renamed sometime uh, the Sundown Parrot, which is a very romantic name, I think, because they come out right at dusk they 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 sort of hang around during the day being very quiet and then as the sun goes down that's when they come out to play so i I think and their colors that it's a really subtle but beautiful pink uh, that they have on their sort of on on their underparts and then and then this lovely colors of uh, really soft pastel blue so that that's a that that's another great one that people might not have thought of i'm looking at it now and uh it is really close to the trans flag it is almost spot on so there you go uh, our trans friends <laughs> you could be inspired by burke's parrot if you're designing your costume as well you got any others sean Oh, there's there's plenty plenty more that you could pick really you could pick anything you could do the um any of the fairy wrens would be um, would, oh, would be yeah. particularly bright and sparkly. Um, and if you're not into blue, we also have the red-backed fairy wren, which is which is sort of a bright red-backed spider pattern um, on the on on the males. And the, then you, you've also got the purple crown fairy wren, which is uh, different again to all the blue ones. So you've got variations on the theme, and they're always impressive. And uh, one of the the, the traits of the fairy wren is uh, when, when in their courtship displays, they often carry petals in their mouth. So in the... Like a... Like ...between the teeth, something like that, to just finish off the costume perfectly. Sean, uh, this is fantastic. We're, we're running out of time, so let's just go through them again. So if you a bit you like your black, um, with a bit of shimmering colour, we've got the uh, palm cockatoo, uh, We've got Paradise Rifle Bird, and uh, if you're into leather, the Noisy Friar Bird, and for the trans friends, uh, Burke's <laughs> Parrot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. And and there's plenty more to, to check out. You know, you, you've got your rainbow lorikeets, your pink robins, 
Another great one from Cape York Peninsula is the frill-necked monarch, which has got a beautiful white fluff, like it's wearing like ermine around its neck. It's a, you know, pretty spectacular bird. And, and the eye shadow on those birds is terrific. <laughs> Sean, you've uh, got Mardi Gras sorted for us. It's fantastic. It's all nature-inspired. Thanks for joining us, Will. Uh, and great news about the uh, the birds down on the surf coast as well. Thanks for joining us. We'll chat to you next month. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks, Byron. Thank you. That is uh, Sean Dooley, the National Public Affairs Manager at BirdLife Australia. Joy Drive on Joy 94.9 FM in Melbourne. Joy on your digital radio, iHeartRadio, TuneIn.com or the Joy app. No matter where you are. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.